Welcome back to Keys Unfiltered, where we're navigating love, parenting, and everything in between. And I'm Rochelle. And I'm Gabe. And we're the Keys, and we're so happy to have episode two. Today, we're going to be talking about how to have a healthy disagreement. Um, I think that you have disagreements with whether it's someone at your job, in your relationship, a friend, and I think it's just honestly something that everybody goes through with anyone. And it's good to know how to do the healthy steps to have that disagreement so that you walk away from that situation feeling better and not worse or like it's unresolved. So what do you think, babe? Like, do you think that this is an important topic and something that's like important to talk about? So there's a part of a discussion or argument, uh, 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 um, a dialogue, however you want to say it, with your partner, friend, close relative, family, that, in my opinion, hinges on active listening, which is active listening is actually listening to the words that the person is speaking or telling you, and not just the words going in one ear and out the other. And in your head, you're already sitting there calculating your response or your answer to what it is that they're saying. Active listening is you fully taking in what that person is saying and almost in a sense marinating on the words that they're saying before you then begin to process your response to what it is that they're saying. Most people just start talking without fully grasping or understanding what their person, partner, whatever you want to say is fully saying. I'm guilty of that as well. But I think it'd be better if everyone fully took in almost like a, if you've never seen an animal being trained, the animal is trained to only respond to certain cue words or certain words that the owner, the trainer, whoever it is, is saying. And I think in a sense, we need to be on that same level to where we don't speak, react, move from that spot in a sense until we fully understand the command that is being spoken or told to us. And obviously, I'm not saying a legit, literal command, but in the sense of the words that are being said. What do you think? Yeah, so the way that I think about it is like, we go to counseling, you know, and we learn a lot of different tools from counseling that he tells us to do. And I think that like the fair fighting rules, um, which is something that we'll talk about like later on in a different video. But um, I just think that like you need to understand who your partner is mm -hmm. and communicate and be able to like know what their communication style is and what your communication style is. Because if you think about it, we have different personalities. So we are in a relationship to where these personalities are having to come together and be different, like communicate in a different way. So for instance, when we were first together, Long time I'm, ago. I'm very, very feisty. Mm, in a good way, sometimes. So with my feistiness, I'm like, no, you're going to talk to me right now. Like if we're in an, if we're in an like, uh, 
disagreement. I would literally be like following you around, constantly nagging at mm-hmm. you so that we could solve the issue. And it was like, that's not needed because that doesn't work for you. If anything, that right. makes you want to shut down more versus like open up and us actually have a conversation where we're communing, communicating back and forth. So you're saying something, I'm saying something, and we're kind of like doing, like you said, the active listening right. and getting to, to know what each other's trying to get a point, like their point across. Exactly. So I think it's just super important to understand that like, we're different, number one. Number two, when you start a disagreement, you need to um, respect each other. So one thing that we used to do all the time is when we would argue or have a disagreement, you would spew out words, I would spew out words, and like we were basically taking jabs at each other. Yep. And all that does is make your partner or whoever shut down completely. Or put up a barrier. Yeah, or put up a barrier or respond back. Exactly. You know? And so with responding back, you would respond back like in a bad way. So it's, yeah, like what you just did, it's literally like we're fighting. Exactly. Because like I hit you, you hit me back and forth and we're trying to figure out, we're trying to figure out who gets slapped the hardest basically. And so I think it's just so important to just respect each other first. Mm -hmm. And I'm even going to go so far as saying, when you find an issue with that person, just stop and pray. Like, Absolutely. literally, if you just stop and pray, um, it will just change things. It will make it so that you're not responding out of flesh. You're responding, Calmer. right. So you're responding in a way to where you're ordering God. That would be, like, what I'm trying to say. Like, ordering I, I God so. into the session of the disagreement. Right. I do get a chance to talk to right? You talked a long time. So did you. Okay. True, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, though, makes you really think about it and calm down a lot of times. So if you're amped up or uh, uh, in a really wild, crazy um, mode, stopping, collecting your breath, praying, walking away, whatever you may need to do often is a way for everyone like you're saying um to reformulate your opinion reformulate your answer instead of it being out of emotional love hatred anger whatever you want to throw in there it'd be more of a level more level i should say uh playing field or answer um because you don't want to match someone's energy mm-hmm. in the wrong way obviously right. you want to do that in the right way but like what the rochelle is saying if we're fighting i do not want to come at her at the same level she may be coming at me in the wrong way so if she's yelling at me i don't want to be the person to yell at her the old saying is if you see two fools in the corner arguing with each other and you go over there and try to break up those two fools in the corner arguing, that fourth person that walks by because you're sitting there matching their energy mm-hmm. in terms of yelling at them to stop yelling, that fourth person that walks by sees three fools in the corner yelling at each other. Right. Somebody's stupid. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> them, baby. All of them. tell them. 
somebody's got to be the, in a sense, bigger person to calm everyone down. Or if it's just the two parties there, somebody's got to be the one to say, okay, let's bring it down. Let's reformulate. Maybe let's put a pin in this. We'll come back later when everybody's cooled off and not so heated. Uh, I'm trying to talk as long as you did. Uh, Maybe not have that situation, whatever it may be, um, get out of that situation. So if you're in a situation like family, if you're sitting there yelling and having an intense discussion with family, that may be the time for you to go outside and and take a smoke, grab a drink, go get some food, um, take a walk, take a hike, anything to ease your mind and bring it back down to earth, so to speak, so that next time you're talking, it's at a more even kill. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, but it's also like, honestly, we didn't start off. Well, actually, when we first were together, if we had a disagreement, we handled it really well. But I think yeah, that, yeah, as babies, yeah, so I think that as we got out of the honeymoon phase, yeah, those arguments turned vicious, like they got it, real, real, yeah, like it would just be. I had so much built up anger from just dealing with life situations mm-hmm. and then you having to deal with life situations. I think that I probably triggered you, you were triggering me. And so then those disagreements turned, you know, like immediately. Yeah, we, we got triggered. Right. And so Six kids as a result. Oh, wrong trigger. <laughs> wrong trigger. What? Wrong trigger. Go ahead. No. You were saying? Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So I think it's just like so important to make sure that you're respecting your partner for number one, bringing God into it. Definitely. Um, and then also just like maybe one step at a time. So when we would have disagreements, I would get so mad. So then everything that I've been bottling up, I'm just like, I'm going to spew it out. Yep. And I would literally, and so Gabriel would get super overwhelmed because here I am like, well, you didn't take out the trash. And here we are sitting here arguing over, I don't know, like, (laughs) what if I had to think of like some of our arguments, but like arguing over a plate or something Mm -hmm. that didn't get in the dishwasher. And then I'm bringing up, well, also... I saw you looking at this girl or you know what I mean? Like just y'all women know what y'all do. <laughs> really? Some guys too. So, so I think that you need to take it one step at a time. So one subject, one topic yep. at a time. And then if you don't have time, maybe write it down, write it down and then walk away and then come back at a later time. Even schedule it. You yep. can even schedule it. Beautiful. Yep. And or even think about this, like, okay, when we would have disagreements and you would want to walk away, I need to allow you to have that time that if you need to walk away, you say and communicate and say, I know you want to talk about this right now, but can we please come back in five minutes when we calm down and we can talk about it again? So I think it's just, it's so important, honestly, to know your partner remember those types of ways that your partner communicates or needs to communicate or needs to communicate Mm -hmm. respect your partner in their way of communicating don't badger don't you know what i'm saying like don't be forceful don't 
literally just allow that time. So yeah. what else would you say, babe? Uh, allow that person what it is that they need. Some people, they need to handle the situation right away. It cannot be put on the back burner. They have to deal with it now. Some people, like me, I need time to marinate on it, to formulate an answer, a good answer, not just a rushed, uh, heat of the moment type answer. I like to fully think things through before I commit to something. I detest doing anything just got to do it right now, right now. That's usually when you make a mistake. Obviously, there's times when you need to really uh, um, make decisions quickly, like in an emergency situation. That would not be the time to sit there and try to figure out what to do. That would be the time to just action. But overall, in this situation that we're talking about, a quick answer often leads to more wrath. Um, So I think a time to reflect take it in, think if you're that type of person. Some people, like uh, my wife was saying, write things down because it's better for them to read it than it is for someone to to talk or tell them because tone is everything, especially in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I'm just in here saying to you in terms of being helpful, you're taking as me being critical or condescending or whatever you know or miscommunication or miscommunication exactly which is why everybody should take interpersonal communications classes at your nearest college or university um it'll help you with a lot of those things um especially in this day and age where people misconstrue everything in this soft age that we live in but the point being is that most people have their own way of talking thinking interacting and you, as a partner or someone in a relationship, it's your job to get a PhD, so to speak, in your person, partner, family, whoever you're dealing with, um, in terms of how they act, how they respond, how they do, whatever it may be. So that way, specifically, 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 <laughs> sure, that word, um, related to your partner. That would be the thing that you would say, like my wife, she is more of a, like she already said, a brash person. I know that. So then I can't blame her when I come at her in a brash way that is going to activate her. I then cannot sit back and say, you need to control yourself, which may or may not be true. But I also play a hand in that in an unfair way because I know who she is and how she reacts. So then I'm the one that's in here pushing her buttons, maybe in a sense, causing her to act or react in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Instead of me doing what's best for my partner, which is what everyone should be doing, and saying, I know this is gonna cause her to act up. So why would I cause her to act up, which is then gonna turn south for me and make my life a lot worse? Life is going to come at you enough. Why add to it with things that you can control? So I I just would suggest learn your partner, learn what makes them tick, how they react in this obviously given situation, and just do the opposite. (laughs) A lot of times that's more than enough. But also take some time to study in terms of how to deal with whatever partner or relationship you may have. That's going to be the real big thing. Everybody got Google. I guess you can use Siri too, but I I do the Google. It's smarter. (laughs) 
Matt or Sydney Harris talking about <laughs> Freud and Abo. Uh, this going to be a part two coming to this too. There's a lot more to this. Yeah, there's definitely way more steps to communication and having disagreements. Um, even using I statements, right? Ooh, big one. Tell them. Because if I'm sitting here blaming you and I'm literally saying, well, you did this, you did that, it should be more so I feel that blah, 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 blah. Instead of saying, Mm -hmm. starting off with a you statement, it would be more so telling how you feel and how it's making you feel or react or whatever. That's solid, solid. Yeah, because not everybody, as we were saying, kind of gently hinting at early on, um, not everybody takes things the same way. So like she was saying, you know, using the I words, you can sit there and tell in any given station, exact situation rather, exactly how it is that you feel or what you perceive. Because I may be saying something and I might be coming at her from a different way than she is perceiving it. So then for her to almost affirm what it is that she's hearing me say, by saying, this is what I feel you're saying, this is what I feel you're doing, this is what I feel you're trying to do, say, yada, 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 then I can sit there and clarify, that's not what I meant, apologize if necessary, but then also have the time to clarify my statement in terms of, no, I did not mean to come at you that way, this is what I meant in terms of my topic, and you're taking it as I'm angry, and I'm just sitting here just talking and saying, this is how I feel. I'm not angry. I'm just telling you how I feel. So now she can understand, okay, he's not angry. This is just his feeling. This is just his emotion. This is just him talking to me. Because fellas, as you know, us, us men know, a lot of things that women say are not necessarily for us. And let me clarify that. Or need a response. Or need a response. That's where I was getting ready to go. Because sometimes, a lot of times, most times, um, women sometimes <laughs> talk and they don't mean anything by it. It's just words. They're just getting venting. their they're just getting their emotions out or they're venting, as he mm-hmm. said. But that doesn't mean you don't pay attention to that because in those venting and in her just talking, there is some truth there that you can pick up and glean things from. But for the most part, a lot of times it is just words being talked mm-hmm. and emotions being let out. And then comes more a sense a moment of clarity or truth to where it's like okay now that i got that emotional baggage out of the way now we can get down to the real real Mm -hmm. but if you focus on that first initial just venting throwing emotions out because some girl at my job did this or that you know and she just venting you'll you either make the situation worse or miss something and we have a bad habit. We men, we love to be the fixers and helpers. And not every situation or not every that's... topic. You're right. Go ahead. But I'm going to finish and then you can go ahead. That's not a man thing, though. It, it predominantly can be in my manly experience um, yeah. where men, <laughs> sometimes they want to be, as women would say, the the, hort, the knight on a... what she said knight in charming armor knight in shining armor the white knight the uh the person that's going to come in and fix and solve everything not everything is supposed to be fixed or solved sometimes especially in a relationship a lot of your 
issues, a lot of your problems, a lot of your uh, uh, um, topics are something that you're going to do together. So it's not necessarily you as the man coming in, fixing every single thing, because you want to be able to go through things with your partner. Sometimes, though, it, which guys you got to work on, it comes down to your partner, woman, female, um, other, significant other, is going to have an issue or problem. And that will be the time for you to sit there and be wise and say, okay, this is a situation or an issue that needs a response. That needs a savior. But there's a difference. You got to be able to tell the difference, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easier said than done. Women talk a lot. But then so do I. I was just about to say, are you kidding me? Like, no, babe, you talk way more than me. Definitely. Depends on what we're talking about. I can be passionate when it comes to like women and babies and like marriage. Unimportant stuff. Well, marriage is important. I got you. And babies are important. Women empowering is important. Babies cost money. (laughs) Anyway, so I think that those are all valid points. And but yeah. Mm hmm. I would say next what we're going to do is what we do on our episodes is we have this game that's called Let's Get Deep. And (laughs) um, we are going to choose two cards this time. So one's going to be like a quick thing and then one's going to be a deeper. We get deep, deep, like she likes. Um, So then what else are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, the cards. Gotcha. Okay, so anyway. Um <laughs> we're gonna choose a card. Um, so I'm gonna do okay, let's just do we got it, we got it. Okay. Apology letter or love note? Love note. Just like the notebook. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um you pick one. I would say love note. Okay. A love note is something really a love note is something that you can literally cherish for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. An apology letter is kind of like okay, I don't even remember what you're apologizing for when I read this in fifty years. Very true. So okay, that was a good one. Yeah. So I'm then a, I'm a sentimental person, so then I like to save all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm I'm like the uh, the woman, so to speak, with the flowers and the, the leaves and stuff in the picture book you know where you push it dried huh the dried yeah the dried flowers and stuff press in between the books and stuff like that that's me like i keep all letters and cards and all that kind of things but anyway so that that I means feel like something I'm to me too unorganized. <laughs> i'm too unorganized to keep that kind of stuff but yeah. anyway so our Special. next one is so fitting honestly for this conversation since we're talking about disagreements Mm. and it is what advice would you give yourself five years ago don't have six kids next oh um i would say (laughs) my advice to myself six years ago six years ago five five years ago five years ago oh that would definitely not make purchases anything over ten thousand dollars that was unnecessary because we did a lot of that uh, five years ago okay let's see that'd be about it our five years ago kid was Caden, right mm-hmm. okay so 
I would definitely say don't rush. Don't oh, rush. Enjoy the moment. Yeah, don't rush to have more kids. Although I was already pregnant, I guess. So don't rush to have more kids. Don't rush to buy a house because that would be right before we bought our house. That's true. Good point. Um, and I would also that 10, say... 10000 I was talking about. I would also say that since we were in the process of buying a house, I would say continue to look for the best offer that fits you. And also... Explain that. Okay, so like for instance, we kind of bought a house out of... I just wanted to hurry up and get out of an apartment right. versus taking time and really, if that's not for us, that's not for us. Exactly. Kind of like what, what the saying of what God has for us is for us. Yes. And I feel that obviously he put that in our life, that situation so that we could learn and grow to where we are now, financially okay. wise speaking. Okay. And that's such a beautiful statement. What God has for us is for us. And so going into our next part that we end with is going to be affirmation and a scripture. Um, so I did write it down because I came to thought when I thought about us doing this topic. And one affirmation is going to be disagreements are opportunities to grow and deeper understanding. I embrace differing perspectives as a chance to learn, communicate, and strengthen our relationship. Through respect, respectful dialogue, we navigate disagreements with empathy, seeking common ground, and fostering a strong and more resilient bond. And I would say that definitely over the years, us just knowing each other and learning each other, we have been able to have disagreements on a healthier standpoint, right? Exactly. Um, so another affirmation as well, I'm going to give two is you are deserving of a love that uplifts, understands, and embraces you for who you are. So I just want us to always remember that, that we deserve the best. We deserve love beyond measures. Mm -hmm. and you is kind. You is special. All right, go ahead. Which that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but anyway, so what's the scripture thing? Uh, scripture is Beatitudes, uh, Matthew 5. Read okay. that, the whole chapter. So we're going to end this episode here. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and all of the knowledge that we have from our perspectives and having raw conversation. And we might even do a part two on this since it is a very good subject to talk about. Controversial. It can be, yes. And so we just want you to remember to leave us down some feedback, what you think about this episode, and maybe what other topics you want us to talk about. And don't forget to give us a follow and tune in to episode three, which will be next Saturday. Every Subscribe! Every Saturday we'll be posting new episodes for you guys to have discussions at home. All right, talk to you guys later.